Hey, 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 everybody. So I've been running my podcast for a few years now. This is episode 269. And people have asked me about podcasting. And one of the most recent questions I got about podcasting is, is it hard to start a podcast? So I wanted to answer that question today. Stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa Podcast. And now, your host, Melissa Jakubovic. All right. So, I started podcasting back in the day when I thought, hey, why not? I enjoy speaking and I don't have to get all dressed up and fancy for a live video. I don't have to write out my thoughts. And so, I have a strength in audio. So, I thought, why not? I can talk to myself in the shower, in the car, you know, that's just how it's always been. Why not record it and give some value to people? So I really jumped in without thinking about it. And that was good because it got me started without having any hesitation and any fear around what that really meant, but also it allowed me to get into the podcasting market kind of before everyone else did, and also it allowed me to learn along the way. But what I didn't think when I started was how much work it would be, and quickly my podcasting became too much for me to handle on my own, and now I do have a member on my team who helps me with the editing and the posting and the show notes and all of that. So... Short answer, is it hard to start a podcast? No, it's really not. You just need a way to record audio, edit it, and then you can do all these other things on your own. But is it hard to keep up with a podcast, stay consistent, have a following? Yes, it is because it is a lot. And I don't know how much is already on your plate, but if you run an online service-based personal branded business, chances are you have a lot on your plate in addition to serving your clients. So this would be one other thing that you have to keep up with. Is it worth it? 100%. So there's two different types of reasons to host a podcast. The first is for brand awareness and visibility, like my podcast. I'm a solo podcaster. I don't really have guests on my podcast unless it's a special episode. And I'm just providing value. So you get to know me. You get to hear my voice. You get to understand my belief system. I give you some strategies. And you will learn from me. So it's for brand awareness and visibility. Another way to run a podcast is to make money. So if your goal is to make money, then you would have a different strategy in your podcast. You probably would have a guest that you would bring on each time so that you can leverage their audience to help grow your audience and you would have sponsorships in the commercials or other things like that so that your podcast is bringing in money. So you have to decide before you begin, what is the purpose of your podcast? Is it for recognition, for brand awareness, for visibility, to build a relationship, to warm people up, or is it to make money and then you have to go from there. Things that you need to think about are topic ideas. You have to understand why you're having a podcast in the first place, who that target market is and what they need to hear and learn about so that you have topics to bring to them. Once you have a list of ideas that you wanna bring to them for a solo podcast, you'd have to come up with a topic like I do each week for each podcast that I have or you need to have guests that you're interviewing and have questions ready to ask them and figure out what maybe they are promoting. So you really want to strategize the topics that you are bringing to the table for your listeners to hear. 
once you have your topic ideas, it's time to start recording. And to do that, you need to have high quality sound. People don't want to hear a podcast that's hard to hear or sounds really crappy. So what that means is you need to invest in a microphone. I use the Blue Yeti microphone, but when I first started out my podcast, I actually recorded in the voice memos of my iPhone sitting in the car with the doors closed so you wouldn't hear any other noise. So that was really hard to do in the summer, and I'm not even talking about this podcast. I have had a health and life coaching podcast, a personal development podcast back in the day when I was running my health and life coaching company. And that's how I did it. Then I upgraded to a lapel mic that plugged into the cell phone. Then I upgraded to the Blue Yeti and that's what I use ever since. So I use my Blue Yeti microphone. Some of my podcast episodes are just straight up audio and they sound like this. You may have heard other podcast episodes of mine that didn't sound as great of quality because they came from live videos on my Facebook page, although they were recorded with the Blue Yeti microphone. So just something to think about. I gave you some great tips right here. Number one, sound quality, but number two, repurposing your content. You can repurpose your content. I take great live videos and turn them into podcast episodes to save myself time and they're great topics that I want my audience to hear about, so why not? Now, once you know what you're going to speak about, I suggest you sit down and batch your content. What that means is if you're doing a solo podcast like I am, you sit down and you record several podcast episodes in one sitting. That's going to help you get it off your plate and just be strategic. When you can batch your content, it saves time. You block off some time, you knock it all out, it's done, you don't have to think about it again. Now, if you have the interview style podcast, you could still do this. I know many interview podcasters that interview people all on one day. So when they're booking in their guests, their guest interviews, they're saying, for example, I have four slots for Tuesday and they're just going back to back to back on Tuesday. They edit those out all week long. They get them ready to go and that's the month worth of content. Now, I have two podcast episodes that come out every week. So I have between eight and 10 podcast episodes a month. It's a lot to take care of. So the next thing I want you to think about is how you actually get this out to the world. First, you have to record it, but then there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that happens next. The first thing is show notes. You want to have show notes for every podcast. Show notes give you the overview of what's covered in the podcast so people can quickly read it and go, oh, that sounds good. I want to listen. Sometimes they may even have transcriptions. I don't do that, at least not yet, but there is a way to do that. You can either have someone transcribe your entire podcast or you can have an automated system that does it and then it just doesn't have the grammar. But it's nice for people of hard of hearing who can then participate in listening to your podcast. But having show notes is really important. And when you put this up on your website, those show notes work as SEO, search engine optimization, because keywords are being pulled out just like if you were posting a blog. So you have to make sure you have show notes. This is something that if you are starting out your own podcasting you have to take care of so there's a ton of stuff you have to take care of on your own if you're not outsourcing any of this stuff but show notes are very important it's time to get laser focused this year and fill your group programs and one-on-one calendar once and for all my 90-day business accelerator helps coaches and healers fill their group programs so they can scale their business freeing up their time and making them more money than they made in the previous quarter visit go melissmarketing.com slash MWI, which stands for Marketing with Intention. See you there. 
Okay, another thing that you want to think about when you are running your podcast is what you want it to be called, the name of your podcast, and how you want to be introduced. So you may notice that in my podcast episodes that are purely audio, I give an introduction by me just talking with my hey, 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 this is what we're talking about today type of thing. Then we go into my pre-recorded intro, which is the same every single time. And then you get my podcast, The Meat and Potatoes. Other ways to do this are you have the intro right at the front end, and then you just have your podcast information. You also need an outro. So this is pre-recorded. Now in the intro and outro, you could be the one introducing yourself. You can have someone else introduce yourself, and you can do a mixture of both. There is no right or wrong way to do this, but you want to make sure that you are including everything you want to include in your intro and outro that you feel comfortable using again and again for every podcast episode. So my intro and outro have never changed, and as of now, they probably won't. And that just helps with the brand awareness so that when you hear my background music and you hear my voice or you hear the introducer introducing me, then you know, oh, we're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast right now. So you want the intro and you want the outro. Similarly, you're going to want to put some commercials. So if you have the purpose of starting your podcast to make money, you are going to have sponsorships so that people will have you mention their product or service on your podcast and then you will direct them to, to their stuff so that they are getting some traffic and some traction. Sometimes this works where they're paying you for the commercial and then you're announcing it. Maybe they have their own commercial that's already prepared like a radio station would and you're inserting that into your podcast. Because I have a solo podcast, I do my own commercials. I have commercials for my own products and services. So think about your commercials. And it is something that I've only added in in the last year, year and a half. So it's not something you must have right away. But intros, outros, and commercials all need background music. So you're going to need to also find where you can get background music that is licensed for you to be allowed to use. So just another thing to think about. All right, you've recorded your podcast, you have great sound quality, you've got your intros, outros, commercials, and your guests if you're doing that style, and now you need to actually get it out there. So you want to make sure that your podcast is going to be featured on all of the different platforms for Apple, for Android. I like to use SoundCloud. You can use Libsyn or Buzzsprout or Anchor. So you want to do some research on which podcast platforms you want to use to host your podcast. When you're hosting a podcast, you get an RSS feed, which is a bunch of code, and that's how it goes out to all the different platforms. So you want to research that. It is a little bit technical. Again, this is where you might want to outsource some help for this. You also need to edit your audio because you don't want your audio to just be going on and on and on and you're babbling. You want it to be clear, concise, to the point, sound good. Maybe you want to edit out some of the ums and the ands and the uh. Um, When I record my podcast, I have a lot of blank space because things happen. For example, my dog starts to shake and makes noise or the doorbell rings or something falls or one of my kids calls me. And so you have to be able to edit out all of those things so that the final product just sounds like smooth audio. I like to use Auphonic. It's an extra layer of sound leveling that goes through after the editing process. But if you have a good editor or you are an editor yourself, you don't really need to use it. 
And there is a similar feature on Buzzsprout called Magic Mastering that you can use. Okay, so now we've got it all edited, it's loaded up, and you need to promote it. If it's just sitting there, it's not going to get any traction. Make sure that you have a cover image. You can even make this on Canva or on Photoshop and look for the dimensions of the image that you need. It should be a square and you want it to be the same image every time. So make sure you love the so make sure you love the image and it has the name of your podcast. And then when you submit your podcast to the platform, you need to make sure you have three podcast episodes and a cover photo already submitted and done. So sit down, batch your content, make at least three episodes before you can apply for a podcast and make sure you have that cover art as well. Once you have all that, you need to promote your podcast. You can do that on your social networks. You can do that in a blog. You can do that by just telling all your friends. You can post in groups on Facebook. And of course, if you have a guest that you interviewed, you want them to promote it as well. You can promote this in your email list. Basically everywhere where you get in touch with your followers, that's where you want to promote your podcast. And if you have an audience and they want to be guests on your podcast, what you're doing is you are sharing their audience with your audience. So when you have an interview style podcast, you have your audience and their audience so it will grow your own audience. It's a very cool way of doing it. I do a solo podcast so it's really just my own audience that gets access to my podcast. However, when I'm a guest on other people's podcasts, I do mention my podcast and that brings people back. So you do need to promote it. Now if you're having trouble finding guests, there are plenty of Facebook groups about podcasting that you can join and there are even some groups specifically for finding a guest and being a guest. Just make sure that you remember this is about putting yourself out there because you have a service or a story to share that is valuable to the world and you deserve to put it out there. So don't go into hiding. Don't start a podcast just because you think it's a great idea and then do nothing with it. You start the podcast, but then you also have to promote it. That's marketing. You've got to put yourself out there. So I'm interested to know what podcast ideas you have if you're interested in starting a podcast or if you already have a podcast, I'd love to hear about it as well. Just remember that this is a lot to add on to your plate and if it seems overwhelming but you still really want a podcast, there are plenty of people who can help you. There are podcast editors, there are people who can write the show notes, there are designers who can create the cover art. There are lots of different people that can help with this and very often they're one in the same. So make sure that you have the support you need so that this becomes not a time suck, but energy well spent. I hope this helps and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmelissa.com. Hey coaches and healers, it's time to feel supported in your business. Head on over to our free community to get access to my best resources for free. I'm talking marketing tips, business strategy, feedback, and so much more. Join now at MagneticMarketingMastermind.com. See you there.